Restoration, Revival, Reformation. This is a Renowned Faith broadcast. You can find more information at renownedfaith.com. Now, here is J.R. Darwin. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is renownedfaith.com. And today, we are doing episode five. Now, I've been trying to get through my testimony and more about myself, so... Hopefully in this episode, we'll get through my testimony and we'll uh, get into a little bit of my experiences within um, the Word of Faith movement and uh, Pentecostalism. So, as I said before, the Lord was convicting me of this depravity of the flesh. And I begin to understand more and more how unholy I was. And it began to bother me. Like... I couldn't quite understand at that point how I could go before God. Yes, I heard of Jesus, and I guess I really didn't understand how he bridged the gap between me and the Father at that point. You see, I'm heavy with sin, I'm broken, and I'm becoming very desperate at that point. And it beca- it, that weekend was a drill weekend with the military. And I drove, it was probably a good hour drive um, to get to, it was called a dining out, uh, basically a military dinner where everybody wears their class A uniform and uh, dines together and they do toasts and awards and different things. And I can recall the day very clearly. On the way to the dining out, uh, my mind was just so filled with confusion I was trying to settle on <laughs> what my next step in life would be. I'm like, I, I just don't know. And I'm trying to think, should I go into the military full time? You know, I was considering that. Um, should I try another college? Should I, you know, what is it I should do with my life? And I got there to the dining out and I started tar- talking. I started talking with, um, you know, some people there, and they were kind of encouraging me to go into the military full-time, of course. And I don't know. I just wasn't sure about it. The night ends, and I have a long drive home, another hour drive. You know, and these thoughts are still on my mind. What am I going to do? What am I going to do with my life? Which direction do I want to go? I was 19 years old. Finally, I just turned the radio off. And I say to myself, why don't you just ask God? My heart, I came to this understanding that really, I wanted to do whatever God wanted me to do. Like, I wanted to please Him. And so I just began to pray right there in the car. I called out to Him in tears and I said, God, please help me. I'm confused. I don't know what I should do with my life, but I believe that you have guidance for me and I need you. And I'm not sure how all this fits into my theology now, my current theology, but I'll tell you something very miraculous happened that night in the car. As I was praying, this beautiful peace came upon me, almost like a blanket that just fell from the sky. It covered me. 
And it just made me weep and weep because it was like this covering of peace came upon me. But then also another covering was lifted. And that covering that was lifted was a veil, a veil of deception. And I finally had this understanding of God's divine love. And I finally had this understanding of Christ and his crucifixion, the beauty and gore of it all, of him on the cross, bloodied and bruised and broken for sin. The Savior I'd been looking for for so long had revealed himself to me in such a beautiful and miraculous way. And can I tell you that I heard something that night? It was a voice that spoke with such beauty and authority that I could not discount it. And do you know what he said? Everything's going to be all right. That was it. That was it. He said, everything's going to be all right. And it was like a father hugging me and drawing me close to him, comforting me in my time of need. (sighs) And I said to him, Lord, I devote my whole life to you, to your kingdom and its expansion. I have to tell people about you. They have to experience this great love. They have to understand this price that was paid for them and their sin. Father, that you would allow me to share such a message. And I wept, and I wept, and I wept. And I knew that night that I had been forgiven. The weight of sin had been lifted, and I was new. I was, oh, I was brand new. I can't even explain it, but my life was brand new. I went to bed that night and I woke up and everything was different. Everything had changed. I was a new creation in my heart, in my mind. Yes, I still made mistakes. But I'll tell you, I looked at everything with new eyes after that day. I'd I'd mentioned that I'd been in the occult. My room was filled with all of that stuff. Occult books, posters, all kinds of things. And that morning, I just began to bag it all up. Trash bags. Hold it all out to the curb. Huh, I think I had five or six trash bags out there. And I said, I'm done with it. I found what I'm looking for, and I'm done with the occult. I found the Savior of mankind. He's revealed himself to me. Jesus of Nazareth. He was crucified for my sin. And I'm going to live for God the rest of my life. I realize that everybody doesn't have a testimony like that. And I'm not discounting anybody else's faith who doesn't have a testimony like that. And I'm not saying that God has to work like that in everybody's lives or they're not saved. I'm not saying that at all. God works with people in different ways, but the same message. And that was how he brought me into the kingdom. Other people have their own experiences in ways that they believe that they were born again. Mine may be a little more dramatic than others, but I do not discount anyone else's faith. And so I wanted to clarify that, because if you're listening right now and you're saying, um, I just don't want you to misunderstand me in thinking that if you didn't have some experience like I did, that you're not a Christian, because that's not true. All it takes is a heartfelt commitment and saving faith. You either know that you are saved or you don't. And I can't judge anybody else's salvation. 
Each one of us has to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, is what the Bible says. Nobody can say to somebody else, you're saved or you're not saved, because only that person knows. And sometimes that person doesn't know. Only God knows. Some people may think that they are, and in the end find out that they're not, because they didn't run the race with perseverance. Or I think of the parable where the seed was thrown on rocky soil and The seed was thrown in various places, but only the good soil brought brought about a harvest. I want you to stay tuned, because if you're feeling like maybe you're not saved, I want to tell you something, that Jesus changed my life, that the Word of God is living and powerful, that it has the ability to change a person completely, and that simply going to church and praying and Doing a lot of religious things doesn't make a person a Christian. Look at the the story of the Sadducees and the Pharisees in the Bible. The most religious men of their day, praying multiple times a day, reading scriptures, memorizing them, tithing so faithfully, giving so faithfully, doing all of these religious things that on the outside made them look very religious. It made them look like they really loved God from what everybody saw. But Jesus saw their heart, and he said that they were wicked, yet they gave the outward appearance of being so righteous. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, and you haven't heard the gospel message before. Maybe you're an atheist. Maybe you're an agnostic. No matter who you are, whether you're a Christian or whether you think you're a Christian, please listen to what I'm saying. I'm bringing you my own personal testimony of how God changed my life, how the Bible can become real to you, how an eternal promise can be made manifest to you, the gift of eternal life, salvation from hell, and ultimately eternity with the Savior. This is the good news. If your sin is weighing you down, Come to the Savior. Let Him lift your burden. Be contrite and humble before Him. Confess your sins to Him. And He is faithful to forgive you, no matter what you've done. I hope that you will come to the cross. Even if you're a believer, come closer. I want to bless you today. I want to pray for you guys. You guys do. I I don't know a lot of you, but I do this for you. I do this for you. I do this for the listeners who will take what I'm saying to heart, even if it's only a small few of you. If I can impact someone, maybe it'll be enough. You know, after I was saved, I became very zealous. I wanted to tell everybody (laughs) about what God did in my life. I wanted to share my testimony with everyone. I went out street witnessing. I would witness to anyone, anywhere. And it got me in trouble sometimes. And I wasn't always wise about it, but... I had a lot of zeal, okay? And I had a lot of excitement. I loved God, and I had to share Him with others. I had to share the glorious salvation in Christ. And I remember telling myself that if I could just preach the gospel to one person and have them listen and be saved, maybe my whole life would be worth it. One, bringing one, one person throughout my time witnessing. After I was saved, I 
prayed with several people to accept Christ. Whether their commitments were heartfelt or not, I don't know. Looking back on some of those experiences, uh, I question it even more. But I do pray that those seeds that I that I was sowing in people's lives, um, hopefully they were watered, and hopefully they, in the end, bring about a harvest for the kingdom of God. And so I, I'm calling on all of you, join with me, partner with me. Let's take the gospel across America, across America, and around the world. You know, there are people in churches that need to hear the gospel. The gospel has been taken and perverted twisted. And I'm going to talk more about that in these podcasts. But next time, I'm going to give you a little bit more of an understanding of my time in the Word of Faith movement and uh, Pentecostalism. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. That concludes today's broadcast. We hope that you will visit our website at renownedfaith.com for more information about this ministry. We humbly ask for your continued prayers.